Rugby Podcast. I'm Rob Murphy. Aviva Stadium Part 2. Not so good as Part 1. It's kind of like one of those sequels. It's like Back to the Future 2. William Davis, welcome along. Thank you, Rob. Did you watch Back to the Future 2? No. Did you watch Back to the Future 1? No. Interesting. We're leaving this in the podcast. Lily McKenzie, welcome along. <laughs> Did you watch all the Back to the Future? Not all of them. Well, at least but you I watched have, I have one. seen them at, uh, on a couple How of occasions. Hell? What was William doing? <laughs> Points and Murties, I'd imagine. Yep. As it was then. Whatever it was. <laughs> Absolutely. Rabbit's pub. Yep, that's where I probably was. No, I missed, I missed out on those ones. Mm, yeah, well, we'd all love to be having points in Murty Rabbits right now, running the eye over the fact that Connacht have been beaten 49-12 and probably musing about the fact that for a 49-12 defeat, there's actually a lot to talk about if we could be so lucky as to sit around over a pint. There's a lot to talk about. There was a lot happened. Um, Strange game, I totally different game to last week, uh, and that's not just the result. Two red cards, thirty-five or thirty-six penalties between the two teams. Disjointed game. It's hard to know where to start, really. Well, let's start with the red cards, Lindy. They changed the game. I certainly did. I mean, you know, I think as Andy Friend said, give away one red card, you make life difficult for yourself. Give away two, and you know, it's basically. All, all over at that stage, you know. Very frustrating for him, very frustrating for the team, I'd say. Um, he accepted the red cards as red cards. So, you know, that's now up to, as he says, to have a look at and try to get the, all those sorts of things sorted and fixed out. But, I mean, like, you know, you can't... You, you can't. It was always going to be an uphill battle with the team that was selected with new players coming in who hadn't, you know, who hadn't played before, the new signings. It was always going to be uphill battle against that team of Munster who were, who were there who were pretty much primed to take that semi-final spot as they've done. So it was always going to be that. But when you lose when you lose two players to red cards, well, what you can credit is you can credit the energy and the effort that they continued to play with right to the end, no matter how slightly disjointed it was at times. They did try to do... They did try, keep trying. And I suppose in those circumstances, very frustrating, lots of disciplinary issues, loads of penalties... Not a game that they'll want to remember. You could put uh, two categories of discipline here. We have the spectacular red card ill discipline that is a chapter in itself. But we could have a whole chapter about the wider discipline issues of 20 penalties in the game, William. And included in that was a yellow card early on. I think something like seven penalties of the first eight, which uh, had Munster 14 nil up at that point and an extra man up. There was lots more to this than just the red cards in, in the why we lost category. <coughs> Yeah, the problem is it was an issue last week when they gave away 12 penalties. Um, same referee, week later, didn't seem to have fixed the problem. And it's hard to know. We, we don't know what was said after last week's game in terms of the referees. Were they told you didn't go hard enough last week? So we want you to go out now and really implement these regulations or these laws. And if that's the case, then Connacht just got on the wrong side. But then Munster finished up giving away 15 penalties and had two yellow cards in a bizarre end to the first half when Connacht were down to 13 men. And for reasons best known to themselves, Munster gave away seven penalties out of eight and finished up with two men in the bin because they didn't want to give Connacht a try, which they eventually conceded. So it, it, it was very, very odd. We know from what happened in New Zealand when Super Rugby came back a few weeks ago there were issues around this and there was a lot of penalties in the first couple of rounds but it seems to have got a bit worse here and Connick's problem is they're not going to play any more rugby 
I suppose they will play a couple of A interprovincials. But Leinster and Munster go at it now on Friday night mm. here. So it's going to be absolutely fascinating to see how that's refereed and how they cope with these breakdown issues. The other problem was there was a lot of other scenarios around the breakdown where penalties could have been given. Um, and that's, you know... I suppose, does the referee award all... I, I don't know. Uh, you'd have to go back and sit down and go through it step by step. Well, that leads us, Lindley, and uh, we can quickly summarise a press conference that William didn't hear, but you swear he did, because he was kind of sounded like he was quoting Andy Friend there, where he said it was 12 last week, now it's 20. Andy pretty much highlighted the same. Having spoken to Frank Murphy, they're very disappointed that it's gone up to 20. But yeah, that brings us to the press conference. And both Andy Friend and Quinn Roo were pulling no punches on themselves really to be honest especially Quinn Rue but just something William said that t- triggered something Andy said that there was more to it than just the penalties as well he's very worried about the breakdown and the tackle area we'll talk about that later but uh, you can't fault their mea culpa attitude to the press conference anyways No um, I think Andy Friend is always usually pretty honest isn't he you know mm-hmm. and, and, and certainly Quinn, Quinn Rue you know pulled no punches there either very disappointed he's the captain of the side and you know he's a player who's wanting to get back onto the Irish team and he has you know so he, he has his own disappointments as well as the team disappointment look you know I'm not one to say when you're sitting watching a match here as far back as you are as well you know some of those penalties that were given I'm not sure about even would you say, I heard mumblings in the, in, in the press box above me that some of the, the, the two red cards were a little bit harsh. Whether they were, whether they weren't, Andy Friend has taken the line of the referee that they shouldn't have been committed in the first place to mm. even to, to, you know, to be even under consideration. The problem is they were not red cards, even yellow cards two years ago, but under the new laws they are first contact to the head, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and look, one of them was to, you know, to Abraham Pablihi, you know, He's only just come into the game. It's something he's, you know, Andy Friend did actually mention the fact that once he gets these issues, some of these issues sorted out, he is going to be a very good player. Mm. And I think we saw, I think we saw that today. I wouldn't be too harsh. I wouldn't be too harsh about, you know, particularly to a player like him or, to be honest, some of those young players who came in and, and did very well for, you know, coming out the last minute. That's a really good point. I don't know if Shane Delahunt or Abraham Papali will be the absolute fall guys of this performance either. I think that just part of a, a long kind of uh, introspection that's going to come from this and they'll have their own individual frustrations with what they did. Here is the press conference and more from us and on. A really frustrating game of rugby, to be honest with you. You flirt with, with an opposition opponent's head, you're going to, you're going to, uh, you're going to involve a decision. And, and they obviously saw it that, that um, both of them were warranted red cards. So uh, we have to live with that. Um, so, yeah, but once they said, you lose one player, it makes it very, very hard. If losing two, you're gone. Yeah, we spoke about it last week. Last week we weren't happy with the 12 penalties, but we've added another eight plus. So that's certainly not good. We just said it said there. We've done a lot of good work over the COVID period. Now we've we've built our fitness, we've built our skill set, we've we've developed our game, but it means nothing if if we keep giving away the penalties we're giving away. So we need to address that really really quickly um, and get on top of that. And if we can get on top of that, then we become a, a team that that can hurt a lot of other teams and and can get some good wins. So, um, but until we do that, you know, we, we're probably going to be very frustrated football side. I, I said to the players too at the end of the game, I will never doubt your courage, fellas. I'll never doubt how brave you are and how hard you work. That's part of our DNA. Okay, what we need to become though is a lot smarter. So if we can add smarts to that, we become a really dangerous rugby side. So really proud of their effort, as we always are. 
they work hard, they believe in, in, in what they're doing, they believe in the jersey they're playing for and, and their teammates. So that's part of it now. We just need to become a lot smarter. Um, I, I felt uh, there was a, an obvious tactic from Munster to, to try and attack our ball. My, my query is more around the tackler, and I think this is one of the areas that World Rugby's, I, I believe, has really tried to tidy it up. You've got to look at the tackler first. If the tackler doesn't roll or rolls in an area that obstructs the, the first support player getting to the, the jackler, then it has to be a penalty. And I don't believe today uh, it was as accurate as it could have been. But that's something that we'll have a close look at. And uh, listen, you know, referees, players, everyone's trying to um, learn pretty quickly and adapt to the new laws. Uh, that was the least of our worries, to be honest with you. The other, the more concerning worries was our lack of ill-discipline at the front end of all that. There's a lot to like about uh, what Abraham Papali brings to, to Comet Rugby. Uh, what we need to be able to control is just his discipline and, and make sure um, you know, he, he doesn't uh, get on the wrong side of referee. So great to have him on board. Um, and if we get that, that discipline around him, he's going to be a real asset for us. You know, Abe's only been with us for, for three weeks. So um, one of the things you see straight away with him, he is very coachable uh, and he's actually a very knowledgeable rugby player. So I've no doubt that he will fix that um, and, and, you know, he said, once he fixes that, you then use the assets that he's got, which is a big bulking uh, body that he, he, he can dent opposition, and, and that's it's going to take a lot of stopping. It's going to be a real asset for us, as I said. Um, yeah, like Franny said, it's impossible to play with 13 men. It's really difficult out there. We had to work twice as hard than we had to if we had all the men on the pitch. So it's really frustrating, and uh, there's not much you can say it. At once, uh, at a point there towards the end, it's just like lads, you have to pull up your sleeves and we have to fight for each other. But like Freddie said, like I'm kind of sick of being that team that always works hard but never gets results. So we need to address that really quickly moving into next season. Yeah, I think it's good that we all get got an opportunity to put our hands up. Some did it better than others, so I'm sure the coaches will have a look at that moving into the next few weeks. But uh, we got a week off now and then we get back together and start preparing for next season. So it's good that all the lads. Got a bit of minutes under the belt. 100% the player's responsibility. It's no one else's fault except our own fault. So we'll have a look at that. And we need to learn quicker. So we'll do that. That was uh, Andy Friend and Quinn Rue. Quinn, uh, he's, when he started to press conferences a few years ago, if we got six words out of him, it was a lot. And nowadays we get, we get the 40 words, but I always feel like they're just the words that are needed. And that is it with Quinn Rue. And he, he isn't afraid to have a chat with, uh, with the media, never was, but he, he will open up a little bit more as we can hear there. But again, it's always to the point with Quinn Rue and he's angry. Yeah, well, it should be. Um... Because they knew they had to fix the issue of penalties from last week, and they didn't. And they, they, they talked about that. They knew 12 was too many. You don't win any rugby match, you give away 20. They must have hit 12 by about 30 minutes today. Yeah, they, they, they were in trouble. They didn't get to the pace of the game early. Um, Munster were 14 nil up before they knew where they were. Then the two red cards came. Um, yeah, I just just want to put in there before we talk about the big go with Lindy first of all. Well, it's just funny when you talk about they had to fix it from last week, but this was a totally different team. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah. so, so no. I tend to think that you know this is the first match these players have had since for, for six months. Yeah, yeah. You know they have to get up to speed with the new laws as well. It's a different thing I when agree. you're training yeah. them, and a different thing to playing on the pitch. So I wouldn't, I, I, because I was thinking to myself, look, same referee guys. What did you learn? But only all Masterson was out there with him last yeah. week. Will. Ah, you've got. 
no, 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 no. Look, they would have sat down and gone through last week and discussed it and looked at it. Watching yeah, videos yeah, and, exactly. and, and playing the game. And that's why, I look, I feel... Well, I, 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 just, I, I just felt they kept doing the same things over and over again. As a group, they didn't learn. As a group, yeah. they, as, as a group they didn't learn. And it's the guys to do who, who've been taking the heavier punishment for it. Um, there, was, there was just so much stuff, wasn't I mean... There was, there was all sorts of things not being refereed properly. The breakdown. Munster are the hardest team to referee in the world at the breakdown. And well done and applaud them and that's fantastic. But my God, and a friend highlighted it there, the rolling away in the tackle, we were driven mad by in from Diolande in the early stages and one of their attacks and he came in so, I mean, he wasn't in from the side so much as he was in from Connick's side. Yeah, and, 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 and that doesn't get penalised. So the, the, there's a frustration there. And all they can do is go back and look at the videos, make their report to the referees' assessors. There'll be a lot of there'll be a lot of over and back about this one. We won't hear anything about it, but I'll guarantee you there'll be emails flying and video clips flying in all directions. Currently, that's you've just uh, summarised most Connick fans' WhatsApp groups right now because there's videos and, and messages flying in all directions. So much to cover, not a lot of time to do it. You'll forgive us, folks. We have to get home at some point. But having said that, Lindley, I just want to take up last where we finished last week, which was we all agreed that he need to go go deep into a squad. And give guys a chance and you you argued that quite passionately and I felt uh, won the argument with me on that quite quite successfully in terms of look you can't go back to training for the next six weeks and not have given a lot of game time but he's used 36 players and I think he's used about six players too many there this week this is my uh, preference this is not to re-argue last week this is a, uh, yeah fair point he had to make a lot of changes could still have left four or five more players in from last week to keep a bit of continuity yeah but just remember he also had to bring in a couple of players that he hadn't intended to well Aki yeah, Aki was part of that yeah and, yeah. and um, who was there well obviously Kilgallen turn it, well turn it on Holler and went off very early yeah. you also yeah, exactly you had Matt Healy pulling out so you know it was all a bit disjointed in that sense but you just wonder ah look he had a plan all along it was going to be two groups but it definitely did feel like two groups with a couple of people parachuting but isn't it better that these these, these do you think so still even after that it wasn't a lot of continuity there well what's going to happen when they go back to their very first first competitive match you know in a a few months time six less players even six less because six players could if you took six from last week's squad even four Ross you just did last week that I won the argument so why are you just (laughs) why are you continuing to try to promote your argument now I feel so old. I, I thought I tried. I thought I clarified the slight differentiation between the between the argument. William, uh, do you want to adjudicate on this? Last. <laughs> I'm afraid so. I think it, it's such an unusual end to this season and start to the next season, and the fact that they all went in March and they had to train on their own, and then they had to come in and they were virtually training in these pods. I don't think they had an option but to do this. I don't think you could have just kept saying, "Right, you might get a game in October." I don't want you saying four more. No, what difference would it have made? You have to. I think he's. I think quite a considerable one in those early stages when the game was pretty much lost. It's the early stages I'm most concerned about. Let's leave aside the red cards. Let's leave. Let's focus on the first twenty minutes. The first twenty minutes of where Connick lost this game. Too many penalties in possession once again. Not protecting the breakdown. Two tries conceded. Now, in fairness, we're kind of drifting onto another point that you'll both agree with me on in that sense. But I'm just saying, at that point in time, you start looking at Alton Delan on the pitch. You look at a couple of Alton. Alton Delan might need to work on his own discipline in those closing stages when he came on but you know you bring in some of those key guys especially in the back three as well mm-hmm. I think all of these players have will reap benefits from oh, having I don't disagree with that I don't these disagree games with that today Every and one even of them, young yeah. and the, even the young winger who came on Kilgallen was, Kilgallen. was put in a battling display absolutely a so body I think, check at one stage you know, there wasn't I think, adjudication I think, I think they have 
they will get a reward, not necessarily on the pitch today, but okay. they will get a reward for all the last five months of being being in lockdown, working hard behind the scenes. And I think it's a new season now. It's the end of Connet's season. Oh, wow. so, and it's a winning season. It's eight and seven out of 15 games. So that's two mm. winning seasons in a row, which is something we haven't done for a very, very long time. Mm. So you have to pick that. It was interesting, um, Andy Friend didn't pick any positives out of that. 49-12 is ah, what he will see. I know, I, I served that up to him because I, I just was so negative. I thought we were going to lose by 80 <coughs> points at one point when they got 42. And it wasn't crazy to predict that because they were scoring the try a minute there for a couple of, for, for a few minutes in the second half. But yes, I can see why he won't take too many positives. No, I don't think he will. I think he'll take some from last last week. And I think, let's, 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 let's cut to the chase. Last week's side is the number one side in certain departments. You had your 9 and 10, your starting centres. Uh, the back three certainly looked... You happy, by the way, that he, that he did that? He went for the Ulster game with his number one side and it's, it's paid off? Yeah, I think so, absolutely. absolutely I think Rather than spreading it out between two squads or something like that. Yeah, I think you have, to, you have to know what you have and I think he has a good idea now. I think what, what you have to take out of that was they didn't, their heads didn't drop. No, and I do take that. That, uh, that last I, 30 I, minutes was not bad. 13 men. And they, they didn't do stupid things. No. They didn't lose, lose the plot when they could have done... Mm. Uh, and they, they worked incredibly hard. Now, having Bundy on the field made a big difference because he was running the defence show, yeah. organising. Uh, Tom Daly was doing some good stuff there. They were making their tackles. Munster stepped off it a little bit. It, it was a mess. It was a mess of a, a game. Pity. Before that red card, Papa Ely, I want to talk about him a little bit in a second, or even now, was was fired up. We were 14-0 down, and I'm going to say it now. Anyone who tries to tell me we could still win, win that game, you don't come back in 14-0 down against Munster. But you do come out of a game of 14-0 down maybe with a real battle and come close to winning. And at that point in time, we were getting back into the game. Aki was on the field. He was all fire and brimstone. And then the red card. Well, they turn games, don't they? And look, I'm not really sure what to say. What after. about Papa Ely then? Because you know, I kind of made a point there where I didn't ask you a question. So here's a question. He, can we can we focus on the on the, what he did before that red card and then tie in what was asked of uh, Andy Friend in the press conference about his rugby league tackling style and some of the other elements that we might have to be concerned about because his first game has brought that red card. But there was lots of positives before that. Well, there's a positive the fact that he's actually here in Connacht playing for Connacht. There's a fact. There's a positive the fact that he's a big. We needed a player. There's a the positives are. There's many positives. He just needs to get up to speed. With, with Rugby Union for a while mm. and I'm sure he will do that I mean well, it's his first competitive match well he's actually been playing rugby anyway but he's been playing rugby for, for um, yeah. in New Zealand I think for the Bay Plenty or side so he has been playing rugby but possibly at a, at a, a different speed and at a different level from what it was here today mm. and you know everyone when they want to go out on their first match they want to make a big impression and they were enthusiastic and he was doing and, that he had ripped the ball out of a Munster man's hand for a turnover yeah. had, yeah, I look, mean I, three I think, carries look he's a, he's, he's a bit raw he's, yeah. he's a bit raw talent at the moment and I think he has the potential that obviously they have seen you know that you know they're not they're not they don't pick these you know these new players, sort of from a hat kind of thing. They've no. they've looked at the stats, and it's what they needed. And and he has raw talent, and if that can be channeled and that can be developed, 
you know, I think he's going to be an asset. Here's another movie you may or may not have watched, Moneyball. I think you've watched that film. Class film. Great book. And Andy Friend referenced it a few weeks ago in a press conference in relation to what Papi Ely was bringing in terms of those extra, what, two metres per carry type statistics. And you can see why he's going to bring them. And he's going to also draw a lot of attention from defenders, which will create space. Yeah, he will do. Um, and I think he'll be disappointed in himself today because, I mean... He's, he's going to have to take responsibility for that. So all he can do is say, right, that's the bottom. I'm going upwards now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he did show some good uh, touches. And he's a big unit to stop. Uh, you, you're not, if you don't go low, you're not going to stop him up high. You're going to bounce off him. So that, that that's for the future. Shane Delahunt's situation is, is just one of those. Um, he knew. I mean, he went and did an elbow tap or something with the Munster player to say, look, sorry, I was wrong. He obviously saw it himself. That, 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 that just happens. But players have to own those things, and I think they will do. If you've got a strong, cohesive squad, they're not going to hide behind that. And I think the Connacht players collectively owned the situation with the work rate and the effort in the second half. Look, we're a podcast for Connacht rugby fans, so I guess we're, we're given that perspective. I mean, you know, in a wider podcast, you wouldn't be spending too much time talking about Connacht at all in that context. But I just go back to it again. You know, uh, William... William mentioned Johnny Murphy a couple of weeks now. He's had oh, he had a yellow card last week, but he, he made some impact when he came back on the field. And today, I thought he was good in the second half. There are little things like that to take away from. Yeah, this. I was very impressed with um, Daly today. I thought yeah. he, I thought he worked really hard. Even at the very end, he was still, you know, running back yeah. and chasing Covering and a lot of yeah, ground. absolutely. I thought Sean Masterson. I was going to mention Sean yeah. Masterson. I thought brilliant. Was, yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was great when he Too came. Too good, on. Masterson. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I look there. I think there were a lot of ben, a lot of benefits. I thought um, Colin Butler was excellent. Particularly mm. under the high ball, mm. um, he he did some some. I mean, he has he had the hardest job in the world, marking one of the best wingers mm. in the world in, in Conway. But yeah, and remember, it's not always one person who marks a person; it's the it's the shape and the system of the defence. Was so, that Connor Dean who did that little chip over to Bundiaki? Yeah. I mean, you know, Fabulous. a couple of great moments from Connor Dean. Fabulous. I mean, that's um, vision mm. and the balls to do it in the circumstances and. Then Keith Earls comes back and tackles oh. Bundy. No no right to stop him, no need to stop him, but that's Keith Earls, that's a monster attitude. I'm you're not gonna get a try. A lot of other teams would have said, Oh yeah, fair enough. There, just give him just give him the try. It's fine. It's not gonna make any difference to the score or the result, it'll make a difference to the score. It won't affect the result, it didn't affect the result, but it was just a little bit of skill there and it was the right thing to do. So it's small things like that, but the overall, I suppose, is it's all about the collective of the two weeks. Mm. Now they've got to go back. Uh, they've got the A games in September, and then we await to hear who we're playing, what's happening. Is it a Pro 12, a Pro 10? Uh, are they Italian? Well, Pro 16, that's probably coming next season. I think you can pretty certain the four South African, other South African teams are heading this way because they're not going to have any rugby to play anywhere else. Uh, will Italy be involved we don't know. I Do you mean, know, it's times like this when you see South Africa now talking about going from six professional teams back to four professional teams and talking about going to Northern Hemisphere. Like, we are very, very lucky. All of us on this planet sometimes, especially this time in, in the world, need to take stock every so often to say, God, aren't we lucky? And right now, in a climate of real uncertain financial situation, aren't we lucky to have a rugby team with 36 professional players haven't played rugby in the Viva Stadium in the last couple of weeks learning it's great to have a team out there it's great to have a season to look forward to in some way shape or form it's great to be back on a rugby field it's great for us to be back watching them yeah ab- absolutely it is uh, it's a privilege to have been able to, to come here and do do our work 
and describe the game for listeners on Galway Bay, do the podcast, see the game live. Uh, it's 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 much harder on television. You see a different game. I go home now and watch this game tonight on TV, but the real game is seen here and um, brilliantly run and, and executed by the IRFU and Pro 14. Can't fault them at all the way they did it. Very detailed, very complex scenarios with your, your medical and your COVID regulations. But it's been done and well run, and they've they've done it. And I suppose they're now getting ready for the semi-final here on Friday, and then I suspect the final will be here as well because I think Leinster will. I suspect Leinster are going to beat Munster, and um, they'll be they'll be ready for that. And maybe they'll be having a European final here. Who knows? And then Ireland internationals. So they've shown this stadium can handle this, albeit with only maybe. I don't know. I don't know how many people are in here today. Two hundred and forty, two hundred and twenty, something like that. It's a different game when you want to get fans in, but uh, it's a start, and that's all you can hope for at the moment is a start. It's baby steps back to something better. I think this is the last time I'll ever attend a game at the Aviva Stadium and be able to park around the corner. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yes, I think that is an absolute <laughs> statement of fact. The fact today that uh, myself and Lindley were unable to park where we did last week and had to walk an extra 120 yards. Outrageous. Absolutely. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Somebody had actually taken the closest parking spot to the Aviva Stadium. I mean, how dare they? <laughs> On that bombshell. That's it from us, folks. Really appreciate you listening. Remember, thanks to all our uh, supporters all along the way. Of course, thanks to Murty Rabbits uh, for sponsoring us. And we will talk to you all very, very soon. Loose. Cut it loose. Break out or nothing changes Side